Today on the podcast, we'll interview one of the most original and most gangster of the CFE OGs, Randy Lemon. Randy officially became a part of our CrossFit Edgerville community on August 25th of 2012, but he actually got started with us before that in the days when we were just starting out in the Meyer YMCA and the Edwardsville Township Community Park. Since that time, Randy's done a mind-blowing 1,237 CrossFit workouts with us. Join us today as we get to know the man behind the myth, the legend, and the sugar wad fist bumps. Welcome to the CrossFit Edwardsville Community Podcast, where we hear and learn from our coaches, CrossFitters, and Glen Ed community leaders. Now, here are your hosts, Dallas and Greg. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the CrossFit Edwardsville Community Podcast. Uh, great to have you here. This is really, this podcast is about us learning about our uh, CrossFit Edwardsville community, our CFE coaches, our local CrossFitters here, and really kind of also to learn about the Glen Carbon Edwardsville slash Glen Ed community and even some of the leaders and business owners there. So I am your co-host. I'm Dallas Amston. I'm the uh, Chief Ignition Officer for Men of Faith and Fire. And uh, I also host a podcast of the same name, Men of Faith and Fire. Great to have you here. And, um, and one of the great things about Men of Faith and Fire is that we talk a lot with Christian dads who are battling burnout and we help them get back on point and on fire in their lives and their relationships and their businesses, all of it. So great to be here. And my co-host is. Hey guys. So I'm Greg Skelly, the CEO and GM of CrossFit Edwardsville. I'm the other co-host of the CFE community podcast. And I'm really stoked because at long last, at long last, we finally get to interview, speak one of the most original and most gangster of the CFE OGs, Mr. Randy Lemon. Randy, welcome at last to the CrossFit Edgeville Community Podcast. It's a pleasure being here today. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to some of the questions that I've read so far. <laughs> yeah. I want you to know you were the most requested guest for this podcast. So people have been, the people have spoken, Randy, they, they want to hear from you. We're really excited to learn more about your story. For anybody who doesn't know, Randy Levin. I want to go ahead and do a little, little bit of an intro. He officially became a part of our CrossFit Edwardsville community on August 25th of 2012, but he actually started with us before that in the days when we were just starting out in the Meyer YMCA and the Edwardsville Township Community Park, aka Airplane Park. So I don't want to steal his thunder, so I'm actually going to let him tell that story himself. So Randy, Let's get let's go back to the early days. How did you first find out about CrossFit Edwardsville? You know, I've always worked out and I was working out at the Y and I happened to see these crazy two people doing all <laughs> kinds of crazy things in the uh, gym and curiosity got the best of me. So I went up to uh, Greg and Caroline and I said, uh, are you guys like trainers and, and everything. They both chuckled, said, no, we do CrossFit. And I said, wow, I'd really like to come see you do that sometime. They both chuckled again and said, well, why don't you just come do it with us? And I said, look, I just saw what you just did. There is no way I can do that. <laughs> um, but they did invite me to a class. And back then it wasn't two weeks of classes. It was one day. And I talked my daughter into doing it for Father's Day. So in June of before August, um, we went to our first class and we went through it um, and we got back in the car and 
I looked at my daughter and I said, what do you think? She goes, I'm about ready to puke. And I said, me too. And she goes, but we can't quit. They'll think we're quitters. We have to keep going. We have all and felt that right I've now. kept going yeah. ever since. My daughter uh, happened to get a job in St. Louis and, and has not been going to CrossFit, but she gained so many benefits from it. Uh, and uh, she still talks about wanting to come back if she ever can. Uh, and I think I can talk her into it now because she's working from home and it's going to be consistently from home. So maybe sure. I can uh, get her back in the gym. And she's, she's it, if there's anybody that can drive me, she's the one that can drive me. Absolutely. That's one of the cool things about the, the, the CrossFit experience is having people that push you to do way more than you would do on your own. And Randy, I want to pick your brain more about your family because a big, big part of this podcast is for all of us, all of us CrossFitters to get to really know the man behind the SugarWad sensation, the <laughs> whiteboard wonder that is Randy Lemon. So let's get into some questions that we have for you. This is the man behind the legend. So Randy, let's go back to your early days. Tell us about your upbringing, your childhood, like where you're from, what your family was like, any special memories that really shaped you as a person. I'll be honest with you. I grew up in Wichita, Kansas, and for most of you, you think of the Wizard of Oz. Um, so, you know, they always asked, how's Dorothy and stuff, which is always funny. But I was very fortunate. Both my parents worked, um, and they instilled in me that work ethic. Um, my dad was the hard uh, skills type guy. He could fix anything that you could put in front of him. He was an electrician. The one thing I wish I would have got from him, he has a photographic memory. I didn't get that, unfortunately. <laughs> My mom, on the other hand, was the soft skill. She was the one that you could go to the grocery store with her, and she'd run into 20 people, and you'd be in the grocery store for a couple hours. She was also the one that always worked two jobs. Uh, she drove the bus for the school, and driving back home with the kids, she'd always stop by the Dairy Queen and buy them all ice cream. So I think I gained a lot from both of them. Um, and I've seen it in my own daughters. I have two daughters, uh, both grown and out of the house, um, both with given me uh, two grandchildren, um, a boy and a girl, which is great. Oh, yay. Um, but uh, the thing that I see in both my daughters is that work ethic. I see that uh, soft skills that my mom always gave. Um, and one of the things she always said was, treat people how you want to be treated. And I've honestly tried my hardest to keep that as a, a mainstay in everything I do, that how would I be treated in a situation is how I want to be treated or how I want to treat other people. So um, that's, I mean, the most uh, important things that I took away from my childhood. Unfortunately, back then, my parents didn't go to church. It was neighbors that would take us to church uh, because they were both working so much. Um, they didn't have that as a priority. I was very fortunate. I married a, uh, my wife uh, coming on 39 years this year. Talk wow, about feeling man. old. Hey. Let's take a pause for that. Congratulations. Man. You know, um, that takes some work. And she was the one that grew up in the church. And she, her dad was a lay pastor. Uh, they went to church on Wednesday night, Saturday night, Sunday, very uh, good foundation. And so that was really helpful for me. Um, I really didn't get instilled in church um, until I went to high school. And, and ironically, my dad being an electrician, he helped build a Catholic uh, high school. Mm. And, and really just the, the priest and the nuns got a hold of him and didn't let go. So he, 
took us out of public school and put us into uh, a Catholic uh, high school. And the funny story there is the girls' school was across the way in a field, and uh, we snuck over, and uh, we'd go over to the school, and one day we snuck over, and all of a sudden, my I had a sister a year older than I, uh, shoved me and the three guys that went with me underneath the table, and we're going, what's going on? Well, the nuns were coming. And what I didn't realize is that she had told everybody that we were twins. And the reason she told everybody we were twins is because when she was in second grade, she got put back because she had five teachers that year. So we, from second grade on, we were in the same grade. And we're a lot alike uh, in everything we do. I mean, she really could be my twin. So until we graduated, people thought we were twins. And there are still people today that think we're twins. So uh, those are some of the the background to my uh, growing up. My dad... Uh, I played baseball from the time I was five until I was in college. Uh, For some reason, bowling back then was really big. And so I bowled from the time I was five all the way into college and and even got on a league in college and and stuff. So those are the two things that I I did a lot of. Um, I went to KU, uh, graduated. um, and dude. Love it. And I... Started in a dorm, went into an apartment, then went into a fraternity. So there's all kinds of stories, but we don't have enough time to tell those stories. And I don't know from, if I want to tell those stories. From, from Catholic, from Catholic boy running into the the schools, the girls' school across the field to uh, frat boy, Randy, you've done it all. <laughs> you know, I can say that I've been very blessed in the things I've been able to do, and I look back and think, "Ooh, why did I do that?" So I, I, there's two sides of the the fence. Of course. Uh, so I've been very, very lucky in my life. Um, I think that's a, a good start to uh, where I come from. A good start, absolutely. So, so family now, you're married to to Sharon, and <laughs> amazing. I know that like Caroline and I, like we look up to you guys tremendously. Like the relationship you guys have, always, always trying to learn from you guys about like how to make like a, a, amazing marriage relationship happen thank you for being a mentor to us by the way you know we've had conversations like this before so i also want to do a little shout out randy to uh your daughter like lauren when she was like crossfitting with us in the early days like if there ever was somebody who's like just a gifted athlete it's lauren she just you know you teach her something like an exercise one time and she gets it and i'm like I don't know where she got that from because it definitely wasn't you. <laughs> no, it wasn't me, but actually my wife is very athletic. Uh, she yeah. actually was a runner and she was she would go and lift weights and stuff. So I think that uh, lucky lucky for Lauren, she took after her mom. That's great. Yeah, she, I remember we taught her how to walk on her hands one day and then she was just busting out handstand walks like it was nothing. I mean, just gifted. And you, you must be very proud, you know, phenomenal young woman uh, she actually was the one that pushed me to further than i thought i could go in crossfit world you mean oh yeah when we first started she would do a deadlift at 300 and i'd have to do it 325 just so i could beat her and she would just <laughs> laugh at me um i mean honestly i remember a time when i got up to the point where i was at 345 and she had done like 340 and i was going, i got i gotta I got to do 345. I did it, but I actually got real dizzy and fell backwards up against the wall 
and I thought she was gonna uh, wet her pants because she was laughing so hard. So, you know, uh, we all need that person that uh, motivates and pushes us. That's for sure. Sure. So, so Randy, tell us about like work and hobbies outside the gym now. Like, you know, if if you still bowl, like, tell us about the man outside the gym today. You know, I've been very fortunate. I've only worked three jobs in my lifetime. Um, and I started after college. Um, I would had been working three jobs going through college. Uh, I did hot tar roofing. I worked at Sears and I worked in an Italian restaurant that my parents knew the owners and they actually came to our house and had us try it before they opened. So all of his kids worked there. Um, but after college, um, I actually uh, was... Yeah called by someone and said, you know, hey, you waited on me in, in, in the restaurant and I think you have a lot of skills we are looking for. And so I started working in a jewelry store, which was nowhere close to where I ever thought sure. I would be. And I excelled at it. And uh, within six months, they made me the assistant manager. Within a year, they wanted to transfer me to Minnesota and uh, as a manager. And I did all of that. And then I got uh, engaged uh, with my wife and she came to visit, went in a, a ditch a couple times. So we didn't stay in Minnesota very long. Right after we married, we moved back uh, to Wichita. But I did 26 years uh, working in a jewelry store. So all the women, when I'd go to parties, were just like my best friend. All the guys hated me because, <laughs> you know, obviously I was spending their money. Um, and then yeah. about after 26 years, I knew that if I, I always told myself if I didn't uh, like what I was doing, I needed to switch jobs. And I made the decision to switch jobs. And I went to work for a, a supplemental company for uh, five years. So I went from the uh, shiny stuff on the outside to working on the inside. Um, and that was about the same time that I started CrossFit. So they kind of went hand in hand. Um, and then um, after five years of supplemental, they started struggling. Um, so I moved on to where I work today, which is Boar's Head. So I'm still working on the inside with healthy uh, uh, protein and, and everything. So uh, it's kind of like fitting the man upstairs just keeps putting me in places where I need to be. So can't complain. Love it, man. And, and you mentioned the man upstairs. You're clearly a man of faith. And I think it's one of the reasons that that we have gotten along so well is that faith is a huge part of, of my life as well. Also true for Dallas. So it, can you like briefly just tell us, cause I think it's, you know, it's, it's great for us to get to know this side of you. Tell us about how, like how your faith has positively impacted your life or like about like your relationship with the Lord and how, like what difference that's made for you. You know, it's, it's funny. I always tell everybody how blessed I am because the man upstairs has watched out for me from yeah. day one. Yeah. Every situation I've ever been in, um, he's always been there, keeping me from doing something I shouldn't, um, picking up the pieces when I went ahead and done it in a way. Um, but I will tell you that probably the most impactful time was when uh, we first lived here in Illinois. Um, and uh, at that time, Metro Community Church, where I attend, was meeting in a high school, um, a grade school, actually, and then to the high school. And we just happened to get into a core group, and, and the core group happened to be the pastor, his wife, uh, his sister, and her husband, and another probably 10 uh, couples that we just meshed with. And we just hung on to their uh, uh, shirt tails and 
learned and grew. And, and I have a love for uh, working with teenagers. So for the past mm, 10 years, I've actually been working with the uh, teenagers um, in our church. Um, and I've gone on mission trips. I've gone on uh, trips to Florida uh, for, uh, with the teens. Um, and my, my uh, wife and I have uh, sponsored three little kids in El Salvador, and they're like everything to us. Uh, we're awesome. going to put them through college. Uh, we're going to just be there for them. Uh, so uh, I feel like paying it forward and uh, really doing what uh, you're supposed to do, and that is uh, cliche uh, saying, love your neighbor and treat them as yourself, um, is what we've lived our lives by, is always trying to help people and to be there for people. And uh, so, like I said, I've been very blessed. Um, and then I come to CrossFit and to me, that's my second family. My wife says it's my social hour, um, but- <laughs> It uh, is, I, let's be I, real. <laughs> yeah, but I haven't really met anybody that I don't like. Um, and I think that doesn't hurt. Well, there's, um, there's, there's the one person, but we don't yeah. talk about that one. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, that, that's on the sideline. So, I mean, really, I mean, CrossFit has really changed my life because when I met uh, Greg and, and Caroline, I had just finished uh, leaving the job of 26 years and I didn't really realize how stressed I was, mm. but the 209 pounds that I was carrying told me how stressed I was. And my wife admitted to me later on, she goes, I just figured you were going to have a heart attack the way you're pushing yourself and all the stress. Mm. So uh, CrossFit was that blessing that came along. And I, I still think the man upstairs put you in my life. I was meant to meet you two. I was meant to go to CrossFit. And uh, I would tell anybody that isn't doing some form of working out, they're missing out. Mm. And CrossFit is, to me, I worked out at the Y and I, I, I felt good. But CrossFit is a full body workout. I, I, I felt muscles I've never felt before after the first month. And it's like, I still do at times. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually feeling some of those muscles today, actually. Yeah, there yeah. are three of us. <laughs> you know? So Randy, what are some of your favorite memories from the early days of CrossFit? Give like, now you have, gosh, like nine years of perspective. Tell us some yeah. of your favorite memories from yesteryear. Well, you know, I will tell you that I never thought that I would do a competition. Um, Greg, back in the day, that was his, like, that was what he focused on, getting people to do competitions. And I never felt that I had the ability to do a competition. But I did my first Festivus. Um, and uh, I chuckle to this day, when you're in the thick of things, you can do more than you ever thought. And sometimes you can do it wrong. And uh, it just so happened I was doing the masters and I was doing it with uh, uh, my Paul buddy or Paul, my buddy. And, uh, Paul. and Paul. Uh, we were doing hand release pushups. So we were doing really good. We were pacing, you know, our uh, uh, knee raises, everything, everything synchronized was really good. We got to those handstand uh, hand release pushups and stupid here is jumping up in the air, doing them as opposed to just off the ground. And I thought Paul was going to kill me. But uh, it is a story that gets told a lot. And uh, I'm sure there's many other stories that can be told. But that one stands out to me. We still, you know, we did place. So it wasn't like we didn't place. But I won't tell you how many teams were in the uh, 
uh, in the masters. Yeah. yeah we, it's like that you know. person we don't talk about. Don't worry. Right. About that. Right. Right. Don't worry about those facts. Um, <laughs> you know, so, uh, that's one of those times that, uh, crack me up. Um, other wild or funny memories, you know, um, uh, doing the open as, uh, in a Superman, uh, outfit probably is up there at the top, uh, that, uh, you know, always makes me laugh. I think that um, the thing that I've learned is that um, that extra weight that I was carrying kept me from doing or trying things that I could have done way back then if I'd have just got on the nutrition train and lost the weight quicker. Um, as soon as I learned that if I lose the weight, then I can do a, a pull up a whole lot easier. I'm not pulling up as much weight um, because I would always use the band. I, I just would. But what's funny is when we were just getting started, I didn't know you could say no or you could scale or anything. I just figured if Greg or Caroline or any of the other coaches said, this is what we're doing, you had to do it. And there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So I chuckled to this day that I didn't start scaling until we got to uh, the uh, gym that was uh, presently where we're at. Yeah. Um, so facility. I mean... Yeah, so it's it's little things like that that you chuckle at and 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 laugh. I love partner workouts because I always feel like I do better because I don't want the let other person uh, let them down. I remember being talked into wearing a vetted uh, a, a weighted vest during Murph, and the only reason I did it is because I didn't want to let down my partner. And wow. I made it I made it through. Oh, man. I would have let that person down. You know, so <laughs> hey, I, hey, I would have just said it's no, it's not going to happen. Sorry. You know, it's just one of those things. I am very competitive. I wish I had the ability to be more competitive. Um, but as long as I beat Paul and Jerry and, and some of the others that are in the uh, Masters, you know, I'm feeling pretty good. You know, I look down a lot of times in our class. Uh, uh, Christian uh, is down there and I look at him thinking, gosh, I wish I would have been able to start even before Christian sure. has, but yeah. to have that, uh, the, the stamina and the, and the, the uh, wanting to beat everybody in the gym, I look up to him. I, I think he's a great example to what you can be if you just push yourself. Love it. So Randy, you've been here almost nine years. What makes you stick around CFE? You know, it's kind of funny. Um, I use CFE not only for a social hour, but really to relieve stress. Uh, when I feel my most stressed, I can go into the gym and I always do the morning classes because I know my personality. If I wait till the afternoon or evening, I'll find a reason not to do it. But if I go first thing, get it, start my day, I know I'm going to get up and go. Plus, if I could give anybody any advice, it's find accountability people, people that uh, you like working out with that are going to push you to show up. I get a text if I don't show up. Right. You know, um, and likewise, I do it to uh, other people that I want to see come to the gym and work out with them. So um, I, I think that it's the family that I've created. I mean, there are so many uh, people and, and not just inside of the uh, CFE, but outside of CFE, you know, uh, getting together uh, the different programs that uh, you and Caroline have put together. I mean, from gymnastics to uh, rucking to there's always something new and innovative and stuff that I want to try and do. And, and uh, 
I, I figure as long as I can keep working out, I'm going to keep working yeah. out. Yeah. And I'm not the oldest anymore, so it's kind of exciting. <laughs> Unless you ask Caroline, who makes me 70 and a half at this point. Um, but no, I, I think it's the people. I think it's the coaching. I can't sure. tell you how lucky we are to have the coaches we have. Thank um, you. We appreciate that. They watch out for you. They make sure your form's good. And I've learned that I would rather have less weight and better form than try to, sure. you know, do more weight and do it wrong. Yeah. Yes. So, and you've, so according to Zen Planner, Randy Levin has done a ballpark of 1,250 workouts total with us. Dang. So two questions. First, what is your favorite workout you have ever done with us? You know, it's kind of funny because I, I thought about that and I honestly, I love Murph. It's kind of a double-edged sword. When I first did Murph, it was the most god-awful thing I'd ever done. <laughs> but as you, you know, move on and, and, and get better and, and, and learn, it's, it's, a, it's a great workout that recognizes someone that uh, give us our freedom um, and yeah. uh, lost their life for it. Yeah. So Murph is my favorite. If anybody is listening and not familiar with Murph, it's a hero workout named after a soldier that gave his life in defense of our freedom here in the country. The workout is a one-mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, one-mile run, as written, wearing a weight vest for the whole thing. So this is Randy's official favorite workout ever. But Randy, one of the questions we got from our CrossFitters was your least favorite workout ever, or to put it other way, the most brutal workout you've ever done. Go. <laughs> okay. I had to think long and hard because I love the Thanksgiving and Christmas uh, countdown, um, mm -hmm. but they're tough. Yeah. But the worst workout in all the time I've been at CrossFit is 50, filthy 50. The filthy 50. The fil yeah, 10 things that you have to do 50 of is the worst. <laughs> it's one of those workouts that when you're done, you feel like you've accomplished something because you've went through hell. Yeah. Um, so that's the worst. So for anybody who's new to this, uh, filthy 50, standard benchmark CrossFit workout, 10 exercises, 50 reps each. It starts with, I think, box jumps, jumping pull-ups, kettlebell swings, double unders, wall balls, burpees. It's just an epic festival of ridiculous fitness. This is Randy's official most brutal workout ever. So Randy, like now, nine years later, what's your number one goal in fitness? Like, what do you, what do you want to achieve more than anything? You know, it's funny. I just had a one-on-one uh, -on -one touch base with Sean. And I will have to tell you that uh, we talked for about a half an hour and uh, he was very uh, thorough in his questions and everything. And I know I'm not overweight, um, but I do have a really bad uh, weakness, and that's sweets. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I might not show the weight I have, but everybody has weight. It's just where it's distributed. And in my family, it's all in the lower part of the stomach. And so he told me I had to measure uh, uh, around uh, to my belly button. And I thought, oh, that's not bad until I did it. And I looked at the number and I said, holy moly, I'm fat. And, uh, and then um, he told me that I needed to do a, uh, a body fat. Uh, and I haven't sure. done that yet. I need to get that done. Um, and then he walked me through, you know, if you want to lose and you want to really get where you want to be, 
and besides losing that uh, spare tire, I, I would really like to work on upper body strength. Um, uh, so he's given me some things to do for that. But ultimately, it's uh, having an accountability partner, and he is my accountability partner, and yes. I don't like to uh, disappoint. So uh, I will say that uh, since I started on Monday, I have not had any sweets, and I'm going the first month no sweets, just, just out of curiosity to see what it does. That's great. And uh, I've already lost three pounds, and it's not about it's really not about the weight. And I think that's something that everybody gets too wrapped up in. It's really about losing fat. Randy, um, I'm, I'm just showing for those of, for, for everybody watching the video portion of this, I'm showing a photo of you. None of us would say you're necessarily fat in this photo. Dude, you look pretty, pretty freaking fit actually. But I understand where you're coming from. I just wanted, for those of us watching the video version, I wanted you guys to see Randy in all his glory working out in the box. Absolutely. <laughs> You know, that, that was actually the workout that uh, Paul and I did. And if there's one thing I can tell you about that picture and that workout was, besides screwing up with the uh, hand release push-ups, um, before we went uh, to do that uh, workout, um, we both worked really hard to increase our uh, clean and jerks. Mm. And uh, I was only at 135 a month before the uh, competition. And obviously it was building weight as you went. And uh, Paul happened to do, I think he was at 165. So I couldn't let him do it and, and let him not, not me do it too and let him down. And then he did 170 and I thought, I, I can't let him do that. We got to 170. <laughs> then he did 175, he said, oh crud, I really got to muster this. And I got it. And then he did 180 and I thought, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, I just got it. The first time I tried, I didn't get it. I said, I, I, I'm not going to give up. I got to do it. I did it. And you don't realize uh, the things that will come out of your mouth or your reactions or anything. I literally jumped up and down and yelled and was so excited that I got the 180. Um, so you just got to keep your mind set and uh, keep pushing because you can do okay. anything you set your mind to. So we have a few questions that our CrossFitters submitted oh, for you, Randy. Yeah. The first I'm just one. Wait, I'm waiting for the one that I know I'm going to get. <laughs> first question, Randy, how many times are you on SugarWatt each day to give all those fist bumps? <laughs> well, first, I want to clarify this. I honestly, um, there's a reason behind my giving all the fist bumps. And here's the reason. When I first started with CrossFit, I felt like a fish out of water. And I was really... Um, a little anxious when I'd go to workouts because I, I'm not the most athletic person. And just the coaches saying great job when I would accomplish something meant a lot. Well, then when Sugar Wad came around, um, that's how I kind of felt when I was giving fist bumps was just like, great job. Even if you didn't finish the workout, even if you didn't do everything that, you know, you wanted to, you still were there. You still showed up. And then I thought, I don't want to miss anybody because I don't want someone to feel bad that I didn't fist bump them. So I know all the new people are going, who the heck is this guy? And <laughs> the old timers just laugh. You know, that's just Great. what I'm known for. And, and Jean has joined me as the female uh, portion of doing it. I so I, I, I appreciate I having a, a partner. Yeah. In crime. But um, I get on right after I uh, work out with the 545, because then I get the five and 545 people. Then I wait, and if I have a free moment, I know there's you know the class, mid-class that I'll catch them. 
And then I know that the five and six class, I just wait till seven o'clock and catch all them. But then there's those, those people that will wait until eight or nine o'clock at night and I know who they are. So I'll just go back in right before I go to bed and do it again. So if that answers the love question, Man, about four times it. a day. You're off. Awesome. That's great. Yeah, if for anybody who's listening, you may not be familiar, SugarWad is a platform that we use for posting all of our workout results and you can fist bump somebody to like virtually congratulate them and give them some love for the work they put in on that day. Now, Randy, two related questions from our CrossFitters. First, do you even feel the burden of being the baddest man at CFE? And related, related, how did you become such a badass? Well, you know, it's funny because I truly don't think of myself of either of those and that I have arrived at that status. I see so many other people in the gym that I look up to uh, for being those badasses that uh, they really are. I think the, my uh, tenacity and keeping with it might be part of the reasons that someone might call me a badass, but I just love what I do when I come into the gym. I'm able to stay fit, and I always promised myself I'd never be that guy on the couch with the beer belly and not being able to get around and do things. So if that makes me a badass, then uh, I'll take the title. <laughs> I think you deserved it. I think you've earned it and you deserve it. Juvie Mears wants to know, what's your reason why? What is your why? And you may have just answered that. Is there um, something more to it that is something like another layer of the onion we haven't addressed yet? You know, I will tell you that I, um, I honestly, the why behind doing CrossFit um, is to be the best uh, that I can be as uh, it states in the Bible, you know, the best version of yourself. Um, and I also, I don't want to get old, but I'm already old. So I, if I'm going to be old, I want to be able to get around and do things. And when yeah. I retire, I want to be able to go travel and enjoy myself. Um, so I, I push myself to stay healthy and uh, for my family, uh, for my friends, and uh, for my, the man upstairs. Cool, Randy. So two last questions before we let you go. First. Okay. Any tips or suggestions, secrets to longevity? People that want to maintain a high level of fitness into their 60s. What uh, any any special tips or anything you'd like to share with those of us who want to follow in your footsteps? Um, I will tell you that uh, this is true of whatever age you are. Um, you have to really listen to your body um, and uh, don't do something to prove it to someone else. Do it for yourself. And um, stretching, I can't tell you how much I've learned in the last, just, I'm always learning, but in the last six months that when we had to uh, endure what we've been enduring with COVID, um, for me to uh, not stretch as much as I was um, actually caused me the first injury that I did to myself. I don't blame CrossFit, I blame myself. I was working out six days a week, no break at all. And I wasn't stretching enough, and I uh, really caused myself some, you know, uh, not permanent damage, but uh, it felt like it was at first. And so, um, stretch, guys. I can't tell you how important stretching is, and and loosening up your body before you start lifting the weights or doing anything really. Um, I get up now at five, as opposed to as close to five thirty as I can, and get out the door so I can get there right on time. I literally get up at five to stretch for a half an hour. Wow, um, so, uh, and I think that 
they say 80% is nutrition. And I look at the Gregs of the world and the people that really put that to heart. Guys, what you put in your, your body uh, will either help you or hurt you. And yeah. I, I trust me, I'm a proponent of eating sweet, so I'm not preaching to y'all. I'm just saying that if you can moderate those things that you love like myself and you can put the better things in your body, um, you're going to last a lot longer and you're going to be able to work out until you're 70 or 80. And there are people out there that are. So yeah. anybody can do it if you set your mind to it. All right, Randy, last question. If you could make only one statement to the world, what would it be? Or to put it another way, if you could put one statement, one thing to say on a billboard for the whole world to see, what would that billboard say? Be kind to everyone you come in contact with, um, no matter what the circumstance is, because you never know what they're going through. And you could be that light uh, that helps them get through that rough time. Love it. Any closing thoughts or remarks, Dallas, before we sign off for the day? Uh, no, I mean, Randy, first of all, I didn't know a lot about your personal story. So thank you for sharing some of that because you and I have connected outside of CFE, you know, a couple of times, but but I haven't really necessarily heard those story things. So this was great. This is the purpose of why we do this show, G, is, is yeah. to meet our CrossFitters to learn these stories. So Randy, thanks so much, man. Yeah, Randy, on behalf of all of us, thank you for being you. Thank you for sharing your story. Thanks for inspiring all of us. Thanks for all the fist bumps, too. Appreciate yep. that also. <laughs> hey, you know, I know I get made fun of, and it's okay. It's worth it because um, I'm going to continue doing it. <laughs> all right, guys. Hey, thanks so much. We're going to roll our end tape here and what you guys have an amazing, beautiful, blessed championship day. Head us up at CrossFit Edrizil for more information, to learn more, free ebooks, and to just get a better idea of what CrossFit is really like live. Peace, everybody. Peace.